you have to be sure of of what what you want, what you don't want, what you're willing to share, what you're not willing to share, and not allow for all of these external um, elements to control your life. Because the minute that the minute it does, then 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 that that may not be a very good thing for you. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of The Truth About Love with me, Mizi Wahid, and the wonderful Lisa Surani. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, I hope you've been enjoying uh, our discussions lately about love. This is indeed a very big, broad um, topic to talk about, many, many areas to cover, but I believe we've done our best in trying to outline over 15 sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, the many different areas that we, that needs to be addressed regarding love. Yeah. And whatever stage that you're in, whether you're single and not looking, single and looking, single and healing, just got married, just having kids, um, married for 10 years, wanting mm-hmm. to remarry. I think there's a bit of something for everyone, inshallah. And um, I hope you're just enjoying um, listening through to this, our little uh, chit chat and our our thoughts about yes, all of these various um, various uh, issues that we were, we're covering, or rather topics that we're covering. And I think today is something that is really really interesting, and it's going to be so relatable to so many others out there. So have a listen. So the topic today, Lisa, is where in the world is my future husband? <laughs> where in the world is my future husband? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, it's not just for the um, mm. uh, for the uh, our fellow uhtis. Uh, it is also for um, our fellow brothers as well. Where in the world is my future wife? My future wife, right? <laughs> um, and. You know, this this is not normally the question that people ask me, to be honest, but I know this is in their yeah. head. They're probably thinking it. Like, some of them, they're, like, tired of waiting. Oh, but, but, do, they, do, they, but do, they, do they approach it to you in a different manner? Sort of like, you know, to be honest, Ustaz, like, I'm actually really ready to settle down, but I, I just haven't met anyone yet. Yes, like, that's, that's very yeah. common. That's very that, common. They, they always say, they always share that with you? Yes. They do, do they kind of, like, ask you tips on where to find their partners not really but they have some of them have actually come to me and said if you know of anyone who you think is good yeah and suitable for me uh, let me know i'm open so but i've never have you ever done that though i'm not i'm not really into that no i'm not really into that i think i'm not too I think it could be because I'm scared of what if it doesn't work, and, exactly. it, and even and even I more frightened, and even more frightened that if it works initially and then ends up not working out, I would feel really. Right. I would share the guilt oh. or the blame for some reason. I know I'm not supposed to, but I have a feeling that I might feel that way, and that's what maybe I'm trying See, to. I, I I told I totally understand. Like you know, like I have been many a times where people come up to me friends, um, guy friends, girlfriends, and say like, hey, you know, like, tak boleh ke recommend siapa-siapa, or, or, you know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm really sorry, I wish I could help, but I, I have a certain principle about this, I don't do that, like, I don't try and pair people up. Um, uh, I have a friend, though, who does, and she, it, and it's almost like, um, she's, it's, it's like, 
it's like she's so good at it somewhat you know and then sometimes you know like uh, some of them do end up in marriages some of them end up breaking up and it makes her feel awful mm-hmm. um, but then it's just um, you know uh, at the end of the day I, I do know that you know when, with regards to my friend her heart is in the right place she's just trying to make people happy um, you know um, even though it's the whole plain cupid you know where where you are trying to pair one 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 person to the other and you know mm-hmm. if it does work out it makes you feel like wow you know like i helped these two people get together but if it doesn't work out it's like ooh mm. you know yeah i think i have played that role indirectly like when people go to my events my programs they meet each other there and then they end up getting married um or they are my volunteers and then they meet each other and then they end up getting right. married those things have happened right. but i don't think i played a right. pivotal role in, in yeah yeah you, them you were just like yeah you were just instrumental in yeah. the whole and, and, right. and i think it's all god's arrangements as well i mean i've even had you know some of my speakers the asatiza who you know okay. had had students through my programs or participants from my events that they just got to know from there and now they're happily married I think I did do I think. <laughs> so those are interesting things lah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask like in in cases like that would you get pahala? I would like to think so. <laughs> because you know, you know because it's like you are helping two people do something noble, something good, something that is a sunnah. Mm. So anything where you play a part like even by encouraging You are already getting rewarded. But if if say if it's like an indirect thing and there's like unless unless like because I'm not too sure like you know like how do you start off all of your events and how you you start off your forums and stuff like you know I'm not too sure what you do us uh what your nias or what 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 you place your nias mm-hmm. to right you know mm-hmm. because everything has to be present like with mm-hmm. nia as mm-hmm. we met, like as we discussed also before so like if if you kind of include that in your niya, I suppose then it's like sort of like, oh, and it does work out. In all honesty, I've never included that in my niya. Okay, <laughs> alright. So But I, now I, that you think about it. <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah so maybe if sure. my event is going to help two people meet and 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 build a masjid together, mm-hmm. uh, or something yeah, like that, right? You know? yeah. Yeah. Thank oh. you for suggesting that. Then you get pahala. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I think actually before we go to the other stuff, Lisa just raised a good point. I think through events, that's another way you can find this potential future spouse. Right. Um, On how and where to look for your future spouse. Mm. I think it's about remaining active, going out there, being participative in community stuff, um, you know, volunteering, making yourself available, um, helping other people. Sometimes you will get helped when you help other people. I think I really believe in that. When you help others, Allah will help you. Um, and we underestimate that. And we just sit down and wait and, or we try to help ourselves only. Like we spend a lot of time and then we get so frustrated because everything we've been working on is not working out. Mm. So I think that's something that also needs to uh, be reviewed in terms of how much you actually um, you know, put in effort in terms of trying to help other people. Okay. So, um, okay, Lisa. Um, mm. As someone who facilitates nikah ceremonies as a night kadi here in Singapore, we call it, um, and I've done this for so many couples. Lately, Lisa, over the last maybe two years, 
a lot of my couples admittedly say that they met each other on social media or they met each other on a dating app. So dating this is app. dating app. So this is becoming more and more common. It's trendy. It's convenient. It's an alternative platform. When everything else is not working, why not just go where they think everyone else is probably, right? So um, do you have friends who have gotten together because of social media or because of some app? Obviously, you and you three did not meet that way. So. No, no. Um, no, actually, like um, maybe because it's the, uh, the generation that I'm in, I don't so far have yet my, my amongst my peers that actually ended up with uh, anyone via social media. Mm. They would have either had been in a long-term relationship or um, they met at, a, at an event mm. or they, um, they are acquaintances because uh, their circles of friends happen yeah. to be at six degrees of separation and then they happen mm. to know. Um, but dating apps or social media... No, okay, I've so, made a lot of friends from social media. You being one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we, we got to know each other. Yes, yes, um, yes Okay, so for for social media, it's actually very similar to the things you mentioned. Actually, it's not like random. You you go and search for someone random on social media. It doesn't work that way most of the time. Okay, they would tell me, Ustaz, I I saw her at a wedding, and then you know we we are acquaintances or we are we have mutual friends. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, wedding meaning lots of photos on social media, right? So, start right. searching. If somebody tag this person, I found her or I found right. him. Right. And then that's how they, they get to each other. Or they volunteer for a particular group and then the organization posts up photos and they're like, okay, look, look for this person. Ah, this is the person. And then, luckily, the person either was tagged or the person commented or the person liked. It's a bit of stalking to be done, but technically, <laughs> not meet like strictly from social media. They met um, in person or okay. they saw the person in, in real life and follow them but they then searched and, and it made it happen in social media right, so, right, right, right right there also have been stories where the couples tell me oh, I actually went to school with her in secondary school high school but we never spoke to each other never spoke to each other yeah <laughs> then, this is very recent and then um, I went on social media and then I I, I found her so I decided to drop her message. Initially, it was a bit cold. And then we started talking every day. And then after that, I think six months down the road, they decided to meet. One year later, they decided to get married. So, you know, it happens in that way. Um, I've, wow, I've wow. To be honest, I've not met Yang Chaka. Oh, I was randomly surfing on social media to number this person's account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think that if, say, if it's the social media route, it's probably... Like, you know, you would have somewhere or another, mm. some connection somewhere through the six degrees of separation. Like, like it's either that, you know, like you said, you know, you're like, it's either mutual friends or, uh, you know, um, might be like uh, two circle of friends who happen to know each other or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Like, there's got to yep. be some connection somewhere. Yeah. I'm, I, I, like, uh, however, like, I, it's, it's such different times, obviously, for me, like, you know, um, I'm quite curious with the whole dating app thing. I've no. never used a dating app. No, that is more random. 
you know, right. Like, yes. like, so you, okay, so how does it work? You have a profile in this dating app of yourself, yes. obviously. So this is interesting. Okay, let me tell you something first. <laughs> okay. So um, people have been asking me for quite some time, Lisa, Ustaz, is dating app halal? Is dating app halal? Can we use this? And I'm like, oh. guys, I've been married for, you know, nine years, 10 years, but then like, uh-huh. what am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, Ustaz, download lah. Say crazy. My wife find out I download a dating app, then what's gonna happen? Is that <laughs> is research? Research your head, research for what? You know? uh-huh. so, uh, joke about that. But um, right. what's interesting is, is this recently my wife was the one who downloaded it because okay. she was helping someone to right. find a partner who is I see. who is almost giving up and she wants to help the person, and with that person's permission. She created a profile for that person. For that person, right. And, and you know okay. what's funny, Lisa, nowadays, every now and then, and when I see my wife on the phone, and when I take a peek, she's like looking at random men's photos, you know, like, hey, what are you looking <laughs> No, I'm helping this person now. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. and, uh, but, but she's So she will do, so, so okay, wait, hold on. But in this case, your, your wife is helping out doing the, like for the better word, shopping for the, Oh God, shopping it's so, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know how surveying, else to say it. Yeah, surveying, sure. okay, surveying is more more mm-hmm. apt. Mm-hmm. Surveying for her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I'm guessing she would know her friend really well inside out to really understand well, yes. the kind of guy that her friend might like, I guess. Mm-hmm. But even and then her friend is not willing to do she's just thing. tired. The friend is tired. Oh. And I think a lot of people listening in might be um, might, be able might to understand resonate. this. Yeah. Because, right. you know, if you've done it for quite a while, you know, I've, I've heard people, they've been using the app for four years and no success. So you can understand. I think some people, after a year, they might give up. You know, it's like, oh, there's no point. Yeah. And it's really not because there aren't enough um, potential partners, but because nobody seems to fit their criteria sometimes, or mm-hmm. the ones they actually like don't like them back. Because usually these apps, you can actually tell whether this person likes you or not. Of course. Um, so I mean, it's like a it's like a social coding, right? right. Like, so what I wanted to say was, okay, so what, what my wife does is that uh, whoever that she thinks the friend would like, she would, okay, like shortlist. Um, and then they would start messaging. And then my wife would, first thing she said, okay, hi, um, I'm actually not this person, but I'm this person's friend and I'm here helping her out. Mm-hmm. So... I have a few questions. If you if you don't mind, if you really like my friend based on her profile and her photos and whatever, then um, you know help answer some questions. And then if the guy says okay, then you'll go. Right. I, my first question was like, aren't any of the guys feeling awkward that you're talking to someone else, not the actual person? Like, no, actually the guys are quite okay. The ones who genuinely are interested and serious to get to know uh, this person, they're, they're like okay, I don't, I don't mind answering a question on behalf that is being asked on behalf of the, the actual person. So, wait, hold on. Apart from pictures, what other info would be on the... Okay, so I think there's this one app that's quite popular, uh, a Muslim app. It's called Muzmatch, M-U-Z-M-A-T-C-H. So it's one of the biggest, I think, um, amongst the Muslim dating apps. Okay. So it's very unique because I saw that they even highlight things like, do I pray? Do I eat halal? Things like that. Do I drink? Do I drink? Do I smoke? Uh, am I practicing or not? So they they have a lot of 
those kind of inputs and even like um so it's quite quite um video. there's a lot of information about your bio data mm. in there okay and to a certain extent how religious you are and and also it talks about uh, it tells you which uh, religious sect or company wow. uh, you come from yeah you see, wow. that so it's very detailed this particular app is very detailed okay yeah. but but of course you can get to know um, anyone from around the world and so, for example, this uh, my wife's friends account. You know, a lot of men from outside of Singapore are actually very interested, and you know, get to know and talk, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, what's my take on dating apps? I think there should always be certain principles in anything we do. Okay, but let's start with values first. So, when you talk about values, it means I, I cannot be with someone who smokes, for example. Okay. But you disagree with that very, very strongly. And so you, right. you say this upfront and even you can even tell because everybody declares, right? Everybody declares their status. Um, so it cuts the time by half, you know, because you've already covered a lot of things. I don't need to ask a lot of things because you've already told me those. So it makes the searching somewhat easier because you're right. narrowing down the searches. Exactly. In accordance to your preference. Exactly. So you can actually right. filter, you know, like any other search um, engine, you can filter and then, you know, select and deselect certain stuff. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. So when you, when you've, uh, when you know what your values are, like you don't, you don't like somebody who drinks. They're Muslim, but they drink. I do. You know, some of them, they declare that. So no, it goes against completely so you reject all of that. So I think it's important to know all of these first. If you're not sure, what is Ahmadi, what is the difference between Shafi and Hanafi, for example? Mm. Can we coexist peacefully if we are married together? These mm. things you need to read up more. That's, mm -hmm. my, that's my recommendation and suggestion. Mm. But then when it comes to principles, what makes a dating app halal? I think the, the people behind this, they've probably done their very best. Uh, they're trying to make it as e as halal as they possibly can, mm. but they can't do everything. You know, okay. I've met uh, companies that actually do matchmaking, Lisa, in Singapore, okay. who wanted to work with me. I see. But when I look through the model, it is very halal. You know, like even their first date, one of the staff from this company will accompany. So it's three persons in a date, you know. So it's wow. never just two of them. Right, right. So they're trying to make it very, very halal. But I look at a model and say it's not sustainable. Like, how do we continually do that? Like, it, it, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of manpower, a lot of money involved. Yeah. And the cost is really high. Like, how many people can actually afford this? Subscribe mm. to a dating app. It's only a few bucks a month, I think. I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's very affordable. So, you know, so you don't want to make getting to know someone very difficult. You want to make marriage easier, right? You want to keep the cost low. But you also don't want to make it to a point where people play around. Play around with it, play around with other people's lives. You want So I think you need to read up about every app and understand how stringent they are about certain things. But your principle should be, when I show photos, what kind of photos am I comfortable with? You know, when I share uh, information publicly that is very personal to me, but how much should I share? How much should I refrain from sharing and keep it for those who are actually very, very serious and get to know me and I start to like them and begin to trust them Right. after a period of time and then I start opening up to them. Yes. So to me, these things are important. Um, you know, you cannot 
um, reveal too much, I think, in every sense of the word, um, and, and retain some information for yourself first before you, you feel the time is right. Maybe it should be sort of like um, um, there, there should be sort of like a few tiers before you can actually get to um, a lot more information about oneself. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but as with any app, any kind of social media app, like, you know, if you're in public domain, that's, you know, like you you kind of risk um, really exposing yourself out there with mm. information, pictures, and and um, you see, like, you know, one may argue about how, you know, one can be a bad influence to you, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I think, you know, like, um, based on what you're sharing with me, you're, you're kind of, in a way, helping to advise and, and guide our listeners out there. Uh, you have to be sure of, of what, what you want, what you don't want, what you're willing to share, yes. what you're not willing to share, mm-hmm. and not allow for all of these external um, elements to control your life. Because the minute that, the minute it does, then 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 that that may not be a very good thing for you. So, mm-hmm. it, I guess it's it's somewhat debatable mm-hmm. um, uh, when it comes to like if one asks, is it um, good or bad? Is it halal or no? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as with anything, if it comes to a point where it memudaratkan yes. if it comes to a point that if it if it if it's that then then it's something that you're going to have to tell yourself um with willpower that you're going to mm-hmm. have to detach from mm-hmm. um and refrain from uh and uh but if if it's not and if it then then by by all means proceed so so there, there's there, there's a lot of pros and cons i think when it comes yes. to based on what you're sharing with me, because this is totally like, you know, uncharted territory for me, <laughs> because I'm like, wow, like, oh, this is how it works. Well, wow, you can be that detailed. Mm. And that almost makes me feel like, um, that gave me goosebumps, you know, honestly. Like, you know, I, I, I felt very vulnerable and very mm. uh, open. Like, it, it was almost like I, I had no no protection it felt like that it felt like it was yes. like it, it, it's easy for for anyone to attack mm. uh, yeah even though the information that i'm sharing is not um too revealing uh not dangerous information mm. but i don't know what people can do with that kind of information if you know what i mean like you yeah, know like know. because we have no control as to how other people act with with uh with our, our kind of information but having said that like, um, you know, I remember the conversation that we had, like, uh, in the previous episodes about how, how do we, how do we, how important it is to understand, uh, to, to start with uh, intention, with good niya, which means that that has to be coupled with a lot of supplications, has to be coupled a lot with a lot of du'as. So I think, like, you know, Maybe supplica- the, the kinds of supplications that can help you move forward, um, if I may share, and this I get a lot from actually Ustaz Mizi. Um, when it comes to the kind of du'as that we make, maybe it's sort of like, um, Ya Allah, Ya Tuhanku, you know what's in, in my heart. You know, if, if I may say it in a layman's, layman, layman way, you know what's in my heart. I wish to settle down with someone who is good for me, who can, you know, make me remain steadfast in my deen, who who puts importance into Ahira, who puts importance into uh, Kiyama, um, whilst at the same time, uh, if you know if it's, it's the best for me, um, you know, like, because you know best, because Allah, you know best. 
you know best whether it is the best for me. Um, so, you know, like, um, um, I'm, I'm not too sure what the future holds for me. You know that, yes. uh, you know, as, uh, and, and in, in, you know, like, uh, in, in, in Islam, we believe not just in takdir, kadar, we believe also in usha. Yeah. But in my usha, uh, don't make my usha make me forget about being a good Muslim. Mm. You know, you know, like how, like, you know, you, you get too engrossed with the idea of like, oh, I got to sell down, got to sell down. If not, you know, like it's the end for me. Mm-hmm. But Allah knows best, right? So I think when we, 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 we look, when we turn back into what is the niyan and what is the dua, I think in that sense, maybe our heart and mind can manage that better, maybe. That's true. I think, I, I totally agree. I was about to bring up the niyat thing. But before I go there, I want to touch on something you mentioned earlier, which is feeling vulnerable going on these dating apps. Mm. I believe there are many people out there who feel the same way. And maybe that's why they're not, them, they're not making this part of the usaha and effort. Because mm. people are like, why don't you just go? I mean, everybody's doing it. And they're like, no, I don't feel safe i don't feel secure i don't, I don't feel comfortable yeah so you know i'm pretty sure when you said that a lot of people like nodding their heads and like yeah, yeah i'm too scared to go there um but it is an option uh, and i and yes talking about intentions is very very true I mean, i'll give you an example one of my former staff um is getting married soon and you know i, I did an interview with them and they found each other on dating app so my former staff a lady and she said this she said does when I downloaded the app, it is only with one intention. I want to find a husband. Okay, very clear. There's no playing around. There's no I want to like date a few people or check out a few people. No, it's like if someone is serious, then that's it. And you know what she did is that the moment she found this one guy, mm. and they talked maybe for um, I think a day, if I'm not wrong, and they just like, clicked. And then she said, Okay, if you are serious, let's get to know each other outside the app. So I'm going to delete the app. I'm going to re- remove my profile from this app. I'm not going to come back here ever again. That's how serious I am, she said. And the guy said, okay, let's go. And now they're getting married soon. So to me, that level of focus in terms of your intention is really wow. powerful. It's like, it I'm is. here for one goal and I found it. I'm leaving and I'm never coming. I'm, she's burning the bridge to the app. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's yes. not like keeping it just in case this guy doesn't work out. No, I'm gonna try my best to make this work and I'm gonna get to you know. So, so she th- put ultimate faith and trust in her in in the sort of like the response and the answer from mm. her dua. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I hope to meet her one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So She'll me. be happy to meet you. Yeah. So, um, so this is um, you know something I believe is very common. I think you know you just need to know your boundaries, Lisa. I think when okay. people ask, "Is dating are dating apps halal?" It's about knowing your boundaries. Now. So, how much, how far do you go? Because then it becomes like you know a question of dating, which I think we're going to talk about in the, one of the coming episodes. But in general, just getting to know somebody, in my opinion, is still permissible as long as you, you know, you know your boundaries. Like. Right, right. Um, the next thing we want to talk about is really about having realistic expectations. Mm. What, whatever your method is, whether you do go to an app, whether you do go on social media actively searching, 
um, you know, or updating your status, making it clear that you're single, so that people would actually, you know, uh, approach you. Right. I, I want people to have a realistic expectation about the waiting period. Okay. Um, the delays, the rejection that you have mm. to deal with, and the disappointments. And sometimes there can be more than one disappointment. Wow. Um, and when we're not realistic, when we think that, oh, the first attempt will always be a successful attempt, that to me is not very realistic. Okay. Um, if you waited for one year after you graduated and you think, that's it, um, nobody wants me, or it's never going to happen. I think that's not realistic. Okay. So you need to be very realistic about um, your chances and um, what may actually happen in the future. So, well, if I may share, a friend of mine, I do know, tries, tried, I say tried, because um, I think he's given up mm -hmm. with the whole dating app idea. So he had, uh, he, he, he gave, it, gave it a shot. He's a divorcee. So he thought, you know, like, um, I wasn't too sure why um, he was not doing the conventional, the usual, you know, friend, meet friend and mm -hmm. recommendations and stuff like that. Um, but then maybe maybe he felt you know like oh if this is the modern day way I'm gonna give this a try, so you know like in his case on the app it starts off well. It starts off like you know very nice you know and and, and like you know, and they they they, they uh, both of them would be keen to meet each other, mm -hmm. but it's always like okay so like the first one would be cannot accept his past because he was a divorcee has a kid so cannot but but you know i guess maybe maybe it dawned upon her later that i'm like ah maybe not or something like that mm -hmm. so disappointment number one then mm -hmm. after that another try it was um the scenario was that he he felt that she was a bit too he he felt that that he he couldn't he couldn't accept the way she was um after meeting her he said that much uh, he, he felt that she was a bit too desperate. Mm. Uh, that, 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 that was uh, scenario number two. Scenario number three um, was that the issue was still uh, about her being intimidating. And then after three disappointments, and then he said, you know what, I'm done. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, you know. So I said that. Is it really, you know, like you're done or are you phobic from, from, from the whole dating idea because of what you went through, you know? Um, because he's quite adamant to sort of like, I think he said that I guess I'll just die a single father. So, Sounds like someone who's, who's given up. Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. So, so like... Um, the, the, these things happen like you know like the thing is I don't know I don't know whether this is you know like the what is written for him in, in La Mahfouz but then like um, you know we never know what happens tomorrow like for all you know he suddenly wakes up and he feels like you know what I'm going to give it a shot one more time or you know I, I don't really know that but then but then the thing is like when, when you raise about delays rejections disappointments these are real this can happen whether or not it is true dating apps, whether or not it's true social media, even when it's sort of like the you you know the 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 old school way. Shall we call it the old school way? 
Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that. <laughs> everything else is modern. So. <laughs> you know, like even if it's the old school way, these these things can happen. Um, so, so uh, what what would you like to share with our listeners about what happens then when these things happen? When the delays happen? What do I? What like? Kenapa lambat sangat? When the rejections happen, am I not good enough? Actually, like, is it me? Or like when it comes to the disappointments, like macam why do I always end up with Mr. Wrong? Macam title movie, the next movie. Why do I end up with Mr. Wrong? Um, after me, okay. I wanted to touch on something you said. Oh yes, you gave an example of a single parent divorcee. Yeah. Uh, and I think I overlooked that because you know a lot of what we spoke about were like people who are single. Never married before. Right. I think we we have left, um, you know, uh, behind a very significant number of people yeah. who are either widowed or divorced and are now looking again or are interested to get mm. into the game again mm. to find a partner that they can spend the rest of their life with. And mm. it's unfair to not mention them. So thank you for giving that example. I think okay. that's very very important. Um, so now delays, right? Okay, I used to do a program called. Singleness, the risks of waiting and rejection. Singleness, the risks of waiting and rejection. So in that program, what I did was I I spoke about how, generally speaking, a lot of women, they risk waiting and a lot of men, they risk rejection. Oh, do you mean waiting like you've been dating for so long and the guys never pop the question? Not really. Could be, could be, but it's okay. not limited to that. It's just sometimes it's waiting for something to happen, waiting oh. for someone to come to me and approach me, waiting for that colleague that you have a crush on to ask you out, waiting for your best friend from high school to actually start messaging you, or wait, just waiting for something, and it's not happening. That and so, that's when you have a targeted, targeted person that you know, or rather like the, the I. You know what I mean? Like, like it's mm. gonna be the person that you actually like. Yes. That's why you're waiting. Correct. Right. It's a lot. Most of the times, it's like that. It's not like waiting for nothing. Mm. Uh, but there are also people who are just waiting. Like anyone, somebody, he's reading. I'll take him. You know, like. <laughs> really. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. No, 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 no. But but you yeah. could be right though. Like mm. like like that's not impossible. I think. Like you know, but but, but yeah, but I I would be I would be advising the person to be careful because you're. You're bordered, bordering on desperation. Right, you're right. You're so right. desperate that anybody who comes in, any guy, just message me, just ask me anything, I'll, I'll be with you. You know, I'll marry you. Yeah, because so, bear in mind, you, you, the plan is to spend the rest of your life with this guy, right? Or right, this girl. Right, right. right. So, Lisa, I said most women risk waiting because they are the ones normally who are not making the first move. They are the ones waiting for the men to make the move. Correct, Lisa? This is what's happening in most of the cases. I would say 85% of the cases, the women are waiting for the men to be the gentleman that they expect them to be and to make the first move. Hmm. The, men, yeah, the men, however, okay. they risk rejection because when they are expected to be the ones making the first move, they do it and a lot of times they get turned down, they get rejected, they get friend-zoned. You know, all of those things happen. <laughs> mm. So men risk rejection and it hurts a lot. Lisa, yeah. just a few days ago, I did counseling for a guy 
Guess how old, how old he is? He's 17 years old. And he's so heartbroken because this girl that he really, really likes, and he finally got comfortable talking to her, eventually just breaks up with him. And he was, as a 17-year-old, he was crying throughout most of the one-hour call, you know? Like, she, he just can't take it. Like, why? And we, we can so laugh sad. about it and say, oh, I mean, 17, this is what... Um, what do they call it? Monkey love or whatever they call it, right? Puppy love. Right, right. But Monkey love. <laughs> <she's okay. laughs> okay. Puppy love. Okay. Um, and then and then you're like, ah, nothing. Right. But you know, right, 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 when, right. When you but doesn't that, mean that it's unreal. Like whatever it is that he's that feeling is, is 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 real. I could feel his pain, you know. Oh god, I'm so sorry. But Alhamdulillah, I think at the end he felt a little a lot better and we started talking about other stuff to get his mind off of it as well. But um, the point here, again, is that men, they risk rejection. And some men, they're so scared of failure that they never approach even a single person because of their own insecurities, feeling inferior. They feel like they're not good enough. They're not good looking enough. They're not successful enough. Right. Whatever, right? So sometimes this is where a lot of people remain single for a long time because one party does not want to make a move. The other party is just waiting and waiting and waiting for nothing. Yeah. So, Lisa, what are your thoughts on waiting and delays and stuff? I am conservative, Nizi. Like, I, I mean, if you, I mean, you mentioned about, you know, like, why they're waiting is because, you know, all our lives, we, you know, we are, we are, we are raised and told that the proper thing to do is to, you know, you let the guy go, go to you, not you go to the guy. Um, uh, there's a Malay saying for it also, also if I'm not mistaken, like, um, Jangan pipi to sorong sorong or something like that, you know. Jaga marwah diri and stuff like that, right? So, um, I'm not really too sure how that's been looked at in this day and age. Uh, um, but then, like, I, when it comes to sort of like uh, making a move, I, 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 I never, I never. In my in my life, I think I, I I never did. I did say hi to you three on on BBM, but I said hi to everybody else as a PR thing, as an artist to a producer. But he made the first move by adding me on BBM, and then you know, and the I rest remember is that story. Yeah. yeah, and the rest is history. So in that sense, you know, like he made the first move, and he asked me out. I didn't ask him out. You know what I mean? So um, so you know. Yeah. The, the thing is now, Lisa, some women are asking me, Stas, is it okay if I make the first move? What are your thoughts about that? <laughs> because, oh, you know, I, I, I want to know as a woman, was that something you ever considered doing at all? Oh, wow. Like, that's. That you really like somebody, but that person barely notices you or just likes you as a friend. Uh. To make the first move, maybe not. But then if you, I don't know. I mean, it's like, um, that's, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one for me to, to shake off, I think. Like, uh, um, but never I suppose, I suppose, yeah, not really. Like, you know, um, when, when, when a person that you like uh, approaches you, Mm-hmm. Uh, in you know, like in my case, like you know, when when Yusri approached me, um, 
I, I reciprocated as in I, I responded to that move by, by putting on, a, you know, a certain charm in hoping that, you know, um, he may feel attracted to me as well. Um, and still being myself, lah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and still being myself. Um, but then like to actually initiate, to initiate, to, I don't know whether I, 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 I could have in the past, to be honest. Yeah. Like, and I, the thing is like... Um, do you think it's not normal to do that? I think it's because of what is ingrained in mm. my in my mind. Like you know, it's that 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 sort of belief and 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 that principle that has been instilled in me from from mm. very long time. That you know, um, again, I know I I think that's why I see certain things. Like you know, I feel I feel like I'm Jurassic in this world. Mm. I feel like uh, I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm pretty old fashioned. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so let's talk about something right now. Let's talk okay. about. Our Prophet وسلم, and Sayyidatina Khadija You know that story, right? That Khadija was the one who initiated. Khadija admired the Prophet وسلم, before he was messenger, of course. He was like 25 years old. But he was well known for his amazing character. Mm. He was trustworthy. Everybody loved his kindness, his generosity. And, you know, everything about him was amazing. But here was Khadija, a 40-year-old woman, divorced um, and success, extremely successful. You know, she was married before, extremely successful. Um, and she made the move. How did she, she make the move? She made the move by getting a, a family member to ask the prophets in law. So she didn't make a direct move. She got someone to ask whether, you know, he was interested. And so, was the family member a, a woman or a man? Um, I can't recall exactly, but it's a cousin, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think it was a man. So, and the Prophet said, So yes. she was very, she was, so she was smart about it yeah. in a sense where she, she maintained that, you know, sort of like, what do you think? I, I, I mean, think, I think, I think technical... she was brave enough because she knows that this is somebody that she really likes somebody that she you know could spend the rest of her life with okay but she of course did not go direct i think if you want to talk about um being prim and, prim, prim and proper right um, i think you don't go direct i think that's a bit too you know, well, if we if we want to base it on the stories of the prophets, right? Like if we yes. if we base it on the stories on the prophets, like like Khadija, she um anha, she she was um I guess her 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 way had the wisdom behind that was that you know like she did not she 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 was still prim and proper about it, mm-hmm. but she showed that it was okay to yes. exercise that certain sort of um honesty to mm. uh sharing that mm-hmm. uh, she is interested yes but and to check whether, whether or not the prophet he is. was interested yeah. right right, so, right inshallah. Wow. so now i want to bring it back to today's context okay and taking khadija as an example uh, and the profile that i mentioned about her today lisa statistics in singapore they show that there are more female graduates than male graduates and Career-wise, women are catching up very, very quickly in terms of the corporate world. Now, they're still behind men, um, but they're catching up very quickly. Mm. Now, I want to imagine a scenario where the woman is of a stature like Khadija, 
Mm. You know, she is successful in her own way. Mm. She's smart, she's intelligent. Um, and she is bold enough and brave enough to actually tell somebody that, hey, I like you. If you're interested, let me know, and then we can work something out. Right. right? Um, and I think it might move towards that. And this is the, the fact that I'm getting more questions like this, Lisa, like Ustaz, is it okay for me to make a move with this guy that I like? Meaning there is a growth of, of, of boldness in women in yes. wondering like, wait, hold on a second. Like, why can I just make the first move? Yeah. I'm why interested in this it? guy. Yeah. And I would like him to, to, to know. I just want to know whether he's interested. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I think we're we're going through a phase where um, there's a transition here, and, and you know I'm not saying switching of roles completely, but I think women are going to be more bold, and they're going to be braver. They're going to feel like what's there to lose, really? You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to make a move. And, and, and they can still be prim and proper about it, yes. like the way Kadija was. Yeah, go through go through a mutual friend or something, right? Mm. There's no harm. Wow. Okay, but one thing I want to say, remember I said that men have always been risking rejection, the pain of rejection. The women who want to start doing this, you need to also be prepared for that. Meaning, ah. if the guy you like says, I'm not interested, how are you going to deal with that? Is that the end of everything? Are you going to give up on everything just because the guy says no? Or are you going to keep going? So this advice really decides for all men and women Right. If you want to make the first move, you need to be ready for whatever the answer that may come. You know, I read something on Twitter mm -hmm. just now that it is not the stress that kills you. It's your reaction to it that does. Okay. And, 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 and I think this, this somewhat like can be adapted to this in the sense where, you know, like we are going to have to like share the narrative that, you know, like, like it's great. You know, you, we have now highlighted that if, if you're going to initiate a move, it's, it's, it, it, it will go either way. It's either that he's going to respond or she's going to respond or she is not going to respond in a way that you favor. And how you react to it is what's important. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to acknowledge that you're, you're crushed at the fact that that person mm -hmm. that you're, you have approached does not feel the same way. But that at the same time, I think you can also divert that energy for, to, for it to be sort of like, actually, that's helpful. At least you let me know and I can now move on, mm -hmm. you know? So I think uh, how we react to whatever it is, like um, uh, whatever situation there may be in life, whether or not it is a good situation or even if it's calamity, um, our reaction to it is what matters a lot more than the actual event itself. Mm. Yeah. Whatever you're saying just reminded me of a tweet that I did maybe in 2018. Wow, okay. okay. But Share it's that. not specifically on this, but I said, the job interview you didn't nail, that person you admire who turned down your friendship, that oh, marriage that didn't last, that business which failed halfway, it's better to have tried than forever being robbed of the certainty of knowing how things could have turned out. Sahih. So I think oh, couldn't have said it better. Yeah. The the bigger pain could actually be, I didn't try, and now forever on my deathbed I'm wondering what if. What but if what I if? Right. Mm. Right. Oh, you're right. You know, oh, I suddenly remember a story about um, a a fellow 
this is way before I, I, got, I got married. So a person approached me and this was during the days of BlackBerry and BBM. Mm-hmm. And we were friends. Uh, we were working under the same management. And then um, he was very gentleman about it. Mm-hmm. He said to me that, you know, like, uh, Lisa, I am very attracted to you. Uh, my mom likes you very much. Uh, I'm really interested in, in, and I would like to ask you, uh, as I'm wondering whether you're keen in wanting to take this friendship that we have to the next level. Mm-hmm. And because of the way he approached me, because of how gentlemanly he was, mm-hmm. I, I, I really respected that. Like, I really felt that, you know, this is really bold. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also at the same time, it was very prim and proper, the way mm-hmm. he approached me. Um, there was no sort of like, it was not flirtatious. It was not, you know, uh, he was not trying to use, um, uh, what's the word? Um, he was not sweet talking. He was proper, you know? No, no lame pickup lines as well. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Um, so I said to him, I said, you know, like, um, I really appreciate I really appreciate you reaching out to me this way. Um, uh, it, it was really prim and proper of you to do so. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to say, however, that I don't feel the same way for you. Um, I hope that this does not affect uh, our friendship in any way. Um, you know, I, I, I do, however, wish you all the best. I, mm-hmm. I wish your mom all the best, you know, like um, uh, o- only good praise for, for, for all of you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, uh, he, I think he, he took a while perhaps maybe to digest what I sent to him. Not, not that very long, actually. Like, I think within that same 10 minutes, uh, maybe same five minutes even, um, he responded back. He said, um, he was like, okay, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it that you responded to me. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like that response for me helped him, you know, like he, he, he got the clarity that he needed. Um, It may have not been favorable to him at that point of time, but he appreciated my honesty. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like it probably dawned upon him. He said that uh, it probably dawned upon him that, you know, like if I had been dishonest and I sort of like, oh, wanted to give it a shot and see how things go. Mm -hmm. If I was, you know, maybe that would have not been very great eventually. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, so, so the fact that I was honest from the very beginning, he appreciated that. And uh, now he's happily married with a beautiful daughter, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, I, I mean, um, and, and when we see each other now, we're like, oh, hello, hello, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're really civil. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you, like your friend, you know, like when you set your niat right, and when you show, knowing what you want, what you don't want, and being well prepared of like, hey, there, there will be times that it may be favorable and there may be times that can, there can be rejections. Mm-hmm. And it's all written. It's, if, if, if it was not meant to be, maybe there's something better for me, mm-hmm. you know? So, so I, think, I think it's the way we react to things, right? Exactly. Beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that story as well, Lisa. <laughs> um, I know some men would still find that very painful, very hurtful. But your friend there... Um, was very professional about it. I mean, it mm. seems like he was very clear about what he wanted. He conveyed it clearly right. as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it, it didn't favor him, like you said, um, he took it well, hopefully. Um, and, you know, the fact that he's moved on now, you know, happily 
uh, having his own family, you know. So it, it, th these are good signs and uh, we can only wish the best for those who have been rejected because it's painful and it takes time to heal. Uh, like I said, there are some men who sometimes being rejected once and they give up on love completely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think we need, that's why it's important to always, even when you love somebody and that person doesn't know yet, don't love too hard because you don't even know whether it's going to be reciprocated, you know. So, that's one, but there's also an, as scenarios whereby, like, just because you may be getting a certain attention, be wary about how you react to that person. Uh, you know, it's almost like you're giving that person hope. Hope, yeah. You know, I like that. that, that I think tends women, to happen. women need to read this more. You know, like yeah, because, because men. Okay, you you advise the women that right. I'm, I'm gonna advise the men again. Men again. Okay. We have a problem. Whenever a woman is nice, being nice. The men sometimes translate that as she's flirting with me. Or she likes me. I need to make a move soon. And most cases, the women are just the women are just being nice because they are trained to be nice or they believe in being nice okay. to, to people. But men sometimes look at it as hey, this quite cool. And then when they make a move, they're like, hey, I'm stuck in a friend zone. Can when when actually it wasn't anything except that they were just being, she was just being a good friend. Mm. So it's hard for men to sometimes look at it objectively. So what your friend did is a really good example that perhaps many men can follow. Um, if you're really interested, ask. And ask early. Don't, don't wait for one or two years. You know, you think she's flirting with you forever. Just ask early um, if there's any chance. And if she says yes, then good. If she says no, then also good. Like I said in my tweet, then right. at least you will not be forever robbed of the certainty of knowing what could have right. been. So might as well just get it done over with and then you move on. Yeah, I think it's important for be it men or women to be to be honest, even in their social cues, in their reactions, mm. like like you because like you know there is that potential in in um, letting the other person to misread your 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 social cues as as being response as being you know like like uh sort of like the acceptance to their feelings towards you you know it has to be clear not just verb verbally but even also with the the way you act and the way you talk to the person i you know you know one of the things that i i do appreciate about my my beginnings with you three was that you know with the both of us we were we weren't exactly sure from the very beginning whether this was going to end up in a marriage mm. but when we spoke to each other in the beginning we were friends we weren't flirting with each other we were we were actually sort of like i think our approach to each other was to was was clear enough until the point where where in his on his side when feelings started to do, to to develop and he was he was actually honest about it, which allowed for me to understand. And I was also honest about, you know, like uh, in my case, I'm taking my time, you know, that, that sort of thing. Until eventually, like, you know, uh, the, 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 the feelings grew and, and, and the rest is history. So, so when, when that helps, that help, you're helping another person, you're also helping yourself that way. So, you know, like um, more often than not, when it comes to like 
rejections and stuff is usually due to mm. all these misread cues when you thought you know like when yeah. hey, I, I thought that she liked me tapi actually yeah. katanya tak you know like uh, you know like but what 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 was why 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 did she call me every time why mm. why did she every time that there was something she called me she seemed to seem to want me or or, or needed me in her life yeah. and, and a man like and a man would take that as really strong signs they would think that you know like, yeah you 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 need me you know like that that kind of thing right you know so it's quite important how how we communicate with 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 people lah macam like you said in the beginning and we have to enunciate that narrative is understanding and knowing how what our batasans are our, our, i just plural batasan how our, what our <laughs> you know like what our what are our boundaries boundaries yeah mm. that's right what are our boundaries i was going to say borders and i was like no that doesn't sound right <laughs> <laughs> okay like, so yeah. um we've covered quite a bit we spoke about um dating apps we spoke about social media we spoke about waiting we spoke about rejection we spoke yep. about um just just before we just spoke about social cues and and we we spoke a great deal also about intentions when we go into this you know endeavor to look for a partner so guys stay positive keep keep a good attitude when you go into these things um keep the faith don't don't be too hard on yourself too yeah um if you've been on an app for a long time and nobody has matched with you perfectly it's really not your fault you've done your part you know sometimes it's a matter of timing you need to trust in god's perfect timing okay oh. So keep the faith, keep the faith, keep the faith. Stay positive, faith. smile a lot, love yourself, work on building yourself. To me, these are the things that you should do while waiting for something to happen instead of waiting passively, right, Lisa? Oh, wow, that's a good reminder. Thanks for that, Ustaz. Mm. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by House of Spectacles. If you need a proper diagnosis of your eye condition, or you're simply looking for a new pair of glasses contact house of spectacles today call 8825-1701 that's 8825-1701 or you can visit them at house of spectacles located at 390 victoria street golden landmark shopping center unit number 0139 you'll find them at level 1 so please pay them a visit soon And thank you House of Spectacles for your support for this week's episode. Okay, so that is all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in, for listening. I hope there's I enjoyed that. I learned so I learned so much about about, about today, the whole dating app thing, new age dating. Gosh. Or maybe there's something you need to prepare for your kids generations, Lisa. Anyways, am I scaring you okay. too early? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you. Um, right. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum, everyone.